ACG leaders, uh, we're back again with our uh, second audio training um, since last week. Um, hope you guys have been doing well. I'm uh, joined here again with Pastor Sarah. You want to say hi, Pastor Sarah? Hey, everyone. Um, how have you been enjoying this uh, sermon series, Pastor Sarah? Oh, I just love the Psalms. Actually, I read the Psalms every day, so it's been very um, refreshing to be in the Psalms. Yeah, yeah, same here. I, I, I've been really enjoying it. I think the, uh, I mean, I'm not particularly artistic, but I feel the artistic side <laughs> of me coming out when I'm reading these poems and these songs. And so it's, I, I love the imagery. I love uh, the psalmist emotion. So all of that's just so fascinating to me. Um, well, let's, let's jump into our training for today. Um, you know, I think one of the uh, feedbacks that we've been getting from some of our leaders is, uh, you know, a lot of group members are discouraged. I think they're very down uh, about this whole situation. And so I think w- uh, what we were asked to do was uh, to hopefully train you all in how to encourage your members. I think um, this is a particularly difficult task. Um, and I know for me, I don't know about you, Pastor Sarah, but for me, it's actually a very uncomfortable space, right? Is it not, or is that just me? Well, I think our culture doesn't like negative feelings. And so we try to avoid, avoid those, yeah, situations. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like when somebody shares something, you know, really just, I mean, depressing or sad or, and there's nothing I can do about it. It just, it just feels like, how do I move on from this? Do I move on? Mm -hmm. Um, how long do we sit in this kind of uncomfortableness and I think even sometimes the person sharing kind of gets uncomfortable so they might try to crack a joke after or do something (laughs) like that but um, yeah it's so it's 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 hard so um, you know I I think here you've kind of provided us a small list Pastor Sarah do you want to walk us through how would you personally encourage members um, if they're sharing something very very discouraging right um you know, CG leaders, you guys have a very heavy task on your uh, plate, taking care of our members. And um, I would begin by encouraging you to pray for them. Um, this is, you know, you could pray at that moment. You can pray before, you could pray after, you could pray anytime of the day. Just lift them up in, in prayer to the Lord because he is doing something in them. So pray for them first. Um, mm. Whatever they're going through, whatever their situation are just go ahead and lift them up to the lord yeah and i um, think you could even do that during the group like as they're sharing right yeah, like if they're totally. shared and you, you don't know how to end that time i think it's always a good idea to be like hey can i just pray for you right now right yeah. right um also uh, as you guys continue to pray um really do a good job listening i think we've talked about this before um listening is not um listening with one ear and then trying to figure out in your mind like a solution. <laughs> listening is really just hearing them out in their um, sadness and their frustration and their um, anxiety, just really listening to them and putting yourself in their shoes. This is really important that we do this well. Um, I do think that a lot of us tend to err on the side of wanting to fix the problem but we really can't because it's a heart issue. And if it's a heart issue, this is something that the Lord has to do. And so um, listening is really important. Yeah, that's so true. I remember when uh, my wife was going through a particularly hard time, there were these women who would just listen to her Mm -hmm. and she'd come back home after some of those meetings and she'd just be so encouraged just because these women listened to her. So 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. What's yeah. what's the third thing? So we pray for them, we listen to them. What's right. the third thing? And then following up with them is so important because we don't want these to be um, just you know you heard it and then it's done. But it's like a consistent following up with them. Hey, how are you doing? How are, how is your spirit? Even a text, Zoom meeting um, is really helpful in letting the people know that you care. You care for them. And so following up with them is really important. Um, mm. And then this is for you guys as CG leaders is to you yourself entrust them to the Father. Now, this is the, this is the part where you need to struggle a little bit because we're going to have that desire to like solve their problems and kind of like be their savior. But we really have to practice um, just giving that individual to the Lord and their situation and trusting that he will do his work in his time. Yeah. I think that's so important. Like a lot of times, like I know for me, when I'm ministering to people, it's, it's so hard because you want to fix their problems and you want to make everything better. But at the end of the day, all you can do is listen, pray, follow up and, and then just trust that God's going to do a work, that God's going to take care of them. But that's hard. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, that's it for the, the training portion. Uh, let's move into the Bible now. Um, this week, uh, I'm talking about Psalm 46. And really, there's a few things. I'm, I'm highlighting kind of two solutions to this problem of chaos. Like, what do you do when your world feels like it's crumbling around you? Mm. And um, really, I'm, I'm offering two things. One, or not me, but the psalmist is, I think he's offering presence, the presence of God, which gives you comfort. Uh, and then he's also giving you hope, uh, of hope for the future. And so in this uh, sermon, I'll be talking a lot about um, how, do we, how do we find joy in just the presence of God? And then how do we find hope uh, in the future, sort of uh, a prophetic future that God has for us as a people. Um, and so that's what I'm going to be sharing about. But um, do you want to go ahead and read that psalm for us, uh, Pastor, and then we can sure. kind of jump into it? Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam. Though the mountain, mountains tremble at its swelling, Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation, habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress, Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Amen. Well, yeah, uh, Pastor Sarah, do you want to kind of describe, because I think this is so important for us to set the context, like, what, what's the circumstance behind this psalm? Right. And so I think this person is, I mean, just going through immense, uh, tremendous um, instability, right? The earth is shaking. I think here he describes kind of like an earthquake, right? The mountains that are very stable are thrown into the water. Um, and also the nations are warring against each other. And so it's a very chaotic kind of um, situation that the psalmist is in. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the imagery that he used here is the earth is giving way, the mountains. These are very stable objects on right. planet earth that yeah. are now unhinged. Right. And the word that he uses for move, like the mountain is moved and the kingdom totters, is actually the same word in Hebrew. And so the things that we think are really stable are not in this uh, person's um, situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's it's an incredible psalm, uh, especially in terms of the details and just how he goes about really expressing his uh, the trouble that he's going through. And so, yeah, I would I would take some time in really examining uh, those different parts. Um, well, can you can you go ahead and describe the city of God for us and, and kind of tell us a little bit more about what's going on there? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's amazing how there's this chaos and then all of a sudden, right in the middle, there's a city of God that is completely opposite of what's going on in his physical world, right? There is um, gladness there. There's no fear. There's gladness. And there's a river that's flowing through it that's giving life to all that's in it. And this idea of the river, I think Pastor Eric will talk about this, is very common throughout all of scripture. And it's, it, it is, um, it indicates life, it indicates gladness and joy, there's um, sufficiency. And so this city is filled with that, as opposed to the world where the, you know, the oceans are roaring and foaming. And so um, there's this calmness. And in the city, God is there. His presence is actually dwelling in the city. And just imagine a, a city where God's justice and love and mercy are flowing, and there's no opposition to his rule. There's no opposition to his kingdom in the city. Um, and then again, the word moved appears again, right? So here, the city is not moved, whereas the earth is moved, the nations are moved, but the city is solid as a rock, right? Um, oh. Then ultimately, God is the help of the city. Um, and they use the word Lord of hosts, and he's, that means the Yahweh of the army, right? Imagine God's army protecting the city against any kind of siege. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a stark contract, right, between that first section before the Selah and the second section. It's like crazy and then <laughs> glad, peace, and God is there, and God is in the midst of her. And, um, yeah, I actually think that river is almost the presence of God. And mm -hmm. you see that, again, in Ezekiel 47, where uh, the river is flowing through the temple, and it actually flows out of the temple into the city and into the world. And yeah. wherever that river goes, it brings joy, gladness, fruit, vegetation. Right. It's just uh, bringing life everywhere that it goes. Mm -hmm. um, so that leads us to our third question. What is the relationship between the city of God and the current uh, circumstance or that current reality that he's living in? Right. And I think this is the hope that we have is, is that the city of God will expand. It will not um, stay where it is, but it will overcome and subdue the chaos and bring to silence all those who are at war with his kingdom. And so, um, and actually there isn't even a battle because it's just, God just overwhelms them by his power. And so, and his, he reigns in the city and the city again becomes universal and actually visible to all. And so the only response that um, the earth and the nations can give is complete surrender to him mm -hmm. and worship uh, for who he is. Yeah. Amen. I, yeah. I think, um, Man, I, I just, I, I truly love this psalm. I mean, it's, it's, such a, it's such a great image of how you can have trouble all around you and yet have peace internally 
Right. And um, and you can you can God is like your fortress internally. Nothing will shake you. Nothing will move you. Although the earth is falling apart, even though the right. waves are crashing, all of these things are going on. Yeah. And um, and then not only that, but I, I do think that there is this aspect where your stillness and your calmness in the midst of chaos can actually be um, like it, it can actually be infectious. Mm-hmm. Just as this virus is infectious, I right. think your calmness and stillness, your non-anxiousness can actually infect others right. uh, in being non-anxious about the situation. Yeah, and I think this anxiety that we that is so common rampant right now is um, to combat that is really think about this ultimate reality that we have in God. The city of God exists now, right? Exists in the church, exists in the heavenly realms, and um, it will become visible one day, you know. And uh, the other day I was riding, you know, bikes with my girls and my daughter, I think she's been really enjoying this time at home. And she says to me, mommy, I feel like I'm in a dream. Is this a dream? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And and I'm like, she's like eight. I'm like, oh, it's not a dream. (laughs) You know, like as I age, I realize this life is very much like a dream. It's very short, Mm. very short lived. The nightmares that we have, the end, right? And then you wake up and there's a reality. And our reality is the kingdom of God um, in all of its beauty and glory um, upon this earth. And so that yeah. is what, you know, causes us comfort during this time. Yeah. And your girls must really love you to see that this is a dream <laughs> to just hang out with mommy all day. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, okay. That's it for our into the Bible portion. Um, what about our prayer request this week, Pastor Sarah? Yeah, so I, I, again, I'm, I'm attaching the prayer guide that we use for this past Wednesday. Um, just go ahead and follow those and then please pray for those things. We're praying for our spiritual community, our greater world, and then, um, yeah, just asking God to show his glory through all of this. And so please go through those um, prayer lists. Yeah, and we encourage you, um, you know, next week, Pastor Sarah and I will be talking about spiritual disciplines, but it's so important right now. It is just so important that, um, you know, especially not having to come to the church physically and, um, you know, it's so easy to become a consumer and just consume, consume, consume and almost treat church like a TV show, but we're not, we're not a TV show. We're not, you know, and, and so we need you to be actively engaging your, um, you know, if you would, your spiritual life and, um, and, and so anyhow, uh, please do pray. Please do uh, intercede on behalf of our nation, our people, our church, our city. So, um, yeah, please do that. Uh, well, for announcements this week, we have a CG Leaders meeting Saturday, May 9th from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. So please mark that down in your calendars right this second. Uh, do not delay this. Uh, secondly, uh, finish the Gospel-Centered book and um, and uh, make sure to join our Sunday sermon discussion once you finish the book. Um, if you have not ever even started the book, maybe then just go into the sermon discussions. But if you're kind of at the tail end of the book, uh, go ahead and finish that up before jumping back into our Sunday sermon discussions. Uh, and then finally, we have prayer meetings uh, on Wednesday at 1 p.m. And then we're actually adding an additional prayer service Saturdays at 7 a.m. It'll be the same exact devotional. It'll be the same exact worship. 
the same exact prayer guide being used, but we want to offer it twice uh, for people who can't make it on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. So please do make sure to come out to that. Again, that's Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and then Saturdays at 7 a.m. So please join us for those meetings. Uh, well, that's it from us today. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend and we will see you back here again next week. See you guys later.